occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Myths, Magic and Murder. I'm Kate. I'm Abby. And today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the Slenderman and the Slenderman stabbing. Yeah. And what would complete episode five more than me talking about Momo? She's horrific. I hate Momo. Such more a than silly anything. name. <laughs> it's kind of funny, isn't it? <laughs> oh no, not Momo. Not Mo. <laughs> Squared. Mo twice. Not There's Mo. two lots of Mo. It's Mo, but again... <laughs> Anyway, she is scary, and I'm excited to learn more about her origins. Mo about her. If you are interested to learn about Slenderman. No, I'm not. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> do you want to plug our socials before we get started? Of course I do. Uh, you can go follow us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we are at Myths Magic Pod for Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook, it's just Myths Magic and Murder. Right ho. Do we just get straight into it? Do we have anything else to say? Uh, we can say thank you for listening. Um, this got bigger than we thought it was going to originally. Yep. So thank you for that thank very you. much. Yeah. And keep listening if you like it. <laughs> Please keep listening. Don't if you don't want to. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> just listen, otherwise you'll make us sad. <laughs> I cry every time someone doesn't repeat listen. Every time we lose a follower, I just shed a tear. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I just shit. I was like, what? <laughs> Why? Okay. Anyway, on to the scary stuff. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go first. As always. As always. So I wrote down my sources again this time. Woohoo! I used Wikipedia, All That's Interesting... The Creepypasta fandom wiki, The Independent, um, Inside Edition, some IMDb, and I look at some like YouTube documentaries from like news and stuff, news reporters from uh, from America around the time. You are well informed on this episode. I am. I thought it was really, really interesting. I'm like, Slenderman something that I've known about for since it came out, really, since I had access to the internet. So learning about him and this stabbing that happened, which is also very interesting. Spoilers! Yeah, spoiler alert, even though that's probably in the title and I've already said it, Miss Kate. <laughs> so, Slenderman originated from a creepypasta in 2009 by Eric Knudsen, who is also known as Victor Surge. I think that's like what he goes by, usually. Well, that's a way cooler name. So <laughs> I think he it's like a username kind of thing. So, it was created on the Something Awful forum, and I'm going to refer to him as Victor throughout this, just because it's a bit easier. Who signed up to like that forum? Something awful. Who wants that? It's like creepy stuff, I think. Um, he is a modern myth that is created on the internet, and he basically created his own lore from this. Like it, it started off as one post, two posts, that then became this entire like thing. You know, this entire like mythology that you know is based off of fictional things and is not real in any way, shape, or form. But like. Yeah, the well, Slender Man is. is the myth. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you just said he, and I was like, wait, Victor? Oh, no. <laughs> Slender Man. The Slender Man. The one and only Slender. Slendy boy. Oh, look at that man. So slender. <laughs> so Victor created him because he originally responded to a Photoshop challenge in the forum. Um, it was a call for a new paranormal photograph, and he created grainy images of a tall, skinny, faceless man with long limbs and a suit. 
He was photoshopped into photos of children playing, which will be on the um the social medias at Mids Magic Pod. Unlike the other images in the forum, his featured cryptic descriptions, making Slenderman a character in himself. So everybody else had just kind of posted a photo. You know, like a creepy creepy Photoshop challenge. Something awful. Yeah, whereas he had like created an entire character for people to like sort of add on to. Um, for reference, if you haven't seen Slenderman, he's not just like tall. He's like freakishly tall. Yeah, he's not like six foot. He's like he's terrifying. His height is insane, and he's like really long and scary. He used to really freak me out when I was a kid. I absolutely hated him. I used to think he was real, and I had nightmares about Slenderman. Yeah, I used to think he was real. Very long limbs. So the first photo had this caption: "We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them." But his persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. 1983. Photographer unknown. Presumed dead. The second photograph he posted read, One of two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day 14 children vanished, and for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Deformities cited as filmed effects by officials. Sorry. Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. 1986. Photographer, Mary Thomas. Missing since June 13, 1986. They're cool captions. They are. Spooky and interesting. Makes you think about it rather than just kind of like a, a plain old photo. Yeah, you really went all in with that. Like, proper came up with backstory. Yeah. So Slenderman, he is only a computer invention. There's no folklore to back him up. He was created uniquely in the modern age for an internet-based audience, and this inspired readers to create their own backstories for him and to make him very popular. So people think that he's popular primarily because these photos were posted, but then people can sort of add to it and make their own stuff up because there's no sort of like right or wrong, you know, there's no sort of one canon path that he follows. You you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's kind of a, a choose-your-own-story type. Yeah, and people have even went as far as to look for evidence of him in history, referencing the English myth, the tree man, as well as looking into Romanian mythology, Brazilian cave paintings, and Egyptian hieroglyphics. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you can look on the Creepypasta wiki for, for his page. It does have some, like, interesting things, but they're not they're not real. You know, it is just sort of people being like, oh, look, it's Slenderman with a child, but, you know, it could be anything, you know? But yeah. They are interesting if you do want to have a look. So because of this, he isn't confined to one single narrative and instead appears in many different works of fiction and his story or character varies between each one. The the creation of Slenderman was inspired by many works of fiction, such as Stephen King's The Mist, Zach Parsons' That Insidious Beast and The Tall Man from the film Fantasium. As well as the characters from Silent Hill, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and DC Comics' Faceless Hero, who goes by Victor Sage, which we will think his username is based on Victor Sage, Victor Surge, Faceless Guy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So Slenderman quickly went viral, with people making cosplay, horror stories, and fan art of him. I can't imagine how weird that would be, you know, making this horrific creature and everyone being like, wow, I love him. Yeah, right? Like, I'm going to go to Comic-Con as Slenderman. (laughs) It must be crazy. So this kind of spiral, creating a web series called Marble Hornets, and people creating ancient folklore, and the famous Slenderman the Eight Pages, which is a popular old video game for PC. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it was terrifying. I played it when I was 12, and I absolutely hate it. Oh, it was, 
I loved it. It was brilliant. Like I didn't, I found him scary when like I first found out about him, but then I kind of got into horror slightly more for a bit. And then I played the game then, but it was because you had to like go around like a little wooden woody area in like a camp and like go collect the eight pages and like he would like he would run just, up behind yeah. you but like you wouldn't see him walking he would just get closer and closer yeah i remember there was like it was like a, a forest and it's really dark and um the the pages are like stapled to trees and stuff aren't they yeah and there's like a little i remember it as being like a bathroom but i don't know what it is like a little a little building yeah like a shack yeah and like if you turned around sometimes he'd just be there oh or he'd it was be in the distance. It like was most so of scary. the time because i think it was all the time you were looking at him it was fine I think it was kind of like the um the Doctor Who statues. I villain. don't quite remember. I think it was I think it was like that in the game because I think you were like fine as long as you were looking at him because like he can creep up on you because it didn't show you him moving, did it? No, he was just kind of there. Because I think it would just be comical if he moved, you know, like these giant long legs like stomping towards you. Yeah, if you think about him being an actual creature, he probably wouldn't be that scary. But yeah, he just you just turn around and he'd be there and it'd be so terrifying. Yeah, it was awful. So Marble Hornets was also adapted into a feature film as well as an additional feature film released in 2018. I haven't seen it, but it didn't get very good reviews. Feel free to watch it if you're interested. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what to watch. He also inspired the Minecraft Minecraft character Enderman, which I hadn't realised that there was connection to, but... Yeah, me neither. God, I'm so fucking yeah, dumb. he's like long and scary. Also, his name is exactly the same. Yeah, right? Without the slur. <laughs> Without the slur. So I could go on really, he's an incredibly popular character, and folklorist Andrew Peck attributes the success of Slender Man to his highly collaborative nature. Because he's so mysterious, users have free reign to adapt tropes and imagery to create their own stories and add to the character. So he's kind of like a campfire story. That's so interesting, like an urban legend, sort of word of mouth type yeah, story. Yeah, but from the internet. That's why I think it's so cool, is like, because he's not real, you know, like... Yeah, it's not like with skinwalkers where people have like different stories about them, you know. Yeah, and, and people don't have any sort of, you beliefs. know, people know he's not real. Yeah. Yet they still take the time. Yeah, it's very cool. He's closely associated with woodland areas and is often able to change shape and or teleport the distance between himself and his victims, most of which are usually children. Yeah, so that's why he wouldn't have moved in the game. Yeah. I forget he could teleport. Fuck that. <laughs> occasionally he's shown with long tentacles that's oh. also yeah have you not seen those photos no i haven't he has like tentacles from like, the back of him oh i don't think that's as scary no me either but i like him kind of just being like a humanoid thing rather than like a secret octopus he's octodad that's that's <laughs> the origin of octodad it's also never stated what he actually does with the victims so we leave it to the, the uh, reader's imagination what he does with the children just has tea parties he's a very nice man he is he's just gentle and giant he's the bfg so he was around for you know he started in what was it 2009 um and you know i'm sure he scared a lot of people but particularly children so at that time i was i was 11 i was 12 yeah i don't sorry that makes you feel old or young or whatever but I was 12 and I'm going to talk about the stabbing that happened as a result of this. So obviously we were afraid at this time um, and petrified. The stabbing revolves around 12 year old girls. So we would have been the same age of them 
at oh. the time when this happened. Okay. Yeah. Except this was 2014, so they were 12. But if you imagine kind of how we felt about Slenderman when we were 12, like we were very scared of him. They Definitely. Had, they had a similar sort of thing, but it led to something a lot darker than just, you know, not wanting to play the eight pages. Well, I feel like the hard thing, like, when you're 12 is that you're still believing in, like, chain mail and stuff. You know, that girl, yeah. but, like fell down that manhole and then broke her neck and she's gonna be at the foot of your bed type creepy pasta. I hate those so much. They used to really, really scare me. Oh yeah, me too. I used to cry. I used to always send them on and I used to cry. And once I sent it to my dad and my dad went into school with me and um he found the boy that sent me the chain mail and he like gave him a bollock in. He was like, don't you ever send this to my daughter again. Don't send it to anyone. It's not real and you're scaring her. Wow. Yeah. Which was really nice because like I was really scared. Like I couldn't sleep. That's crazy that he did that. Yeah. Bless, bless him. him. That's really nice. I mean, he wasn't like horrible, obviously, because no, but... the other kid was a kid, but he was just like, stop it, you being an that. idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So this story about the stabbing is a real piece of true crime. So it's not linked to the the story of Slender Man. It is like the lore of it. It's just yeah. a real crime. It's a real piece of crime. So on May 31st, what? A real piece of crime. A real piece of crime. <laughs> so on May 31st, 2014 in Wisconsin, two 12-year-old girls lured their friend into the woods, held her down and stabbed her in an attempt to impress the Slender Man. Oh my God. Yeah, this story is very intense. Jesus. That's a lot of information that you've just put up on me. Yeah, I thought I'd start it off and then we'd get into it. So the two children committing the murder were Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser, and they had planned to kill the victim, Peyton... Damn, I forgot to check what her second name was pronounced like, so I'm just going to have to give it my best shot. Like Lutner? Lutner? Leutner? I'm sorry if I got that wrong. I did check the others. I did highlight it to make sure that I, I fact-checked it. But the day before, um, they planned to kill her the day before, by taping her mouth shut and stabbing her in the neck and then fleeing. Oh my god. Stabbing right. someone in the neck. I wasn't even thinking about that when it I was gets, 12. It gets darker. They didn't carry out the attack until the next day because Morgan is believed to have wanted to give Peyton another day to live. They created the second plan, which included luring their victim into a bathroom in a local park, and they specifically chose this location as it had drains for Peyton's blood. Oh my god. Imagine thinking about that when you're 12 years old. I don't even know what I was thinking about when I was 12 years old. Horses? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Right? I was that kid. <laughs> no, like, I was... You know, you're, you're new into secondary school. You're, like, trying to figure stuff out. You're trying to, like, deal with the workload and homework and stuff. And you're, like, you know, you've probably just got a mobile phone. You're, like, phoning all your mates all the time. That kind of thing. Well, these people weren't doing that. That's crazy. They were um, diagnosed with mental illnesses. As a side note, I will get to that. They weren't completely sane, but apparently their mothers, I watched a documentary um, from ABC News on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, their mothers said that they didn't see it coming. You know, they, they were just hanging out with their friends. They didn't see that they were going to stab this kid. Well, I kid. don't think you would see it coming if you were the mother of a 12-year-old. You wouldn't be like, oh, no. I can't let them go out to the park today because they're going to stab their friend in the neck. So anyway, the actual attack they ended up uh, committing took place in a forest. The children were playing a game of hide-and-seek and then they pinned down Peyton and stabbed her 19 times Fuck. in the arms, leg, and torso with a five-inch-long kitchen knife. Oh, my God. 
I wish you could see Kate's face right now. She is well and truly shocked. But so was I when I looked it up. Um, it's and- just horrifying. Like, that's not even, like... Not that I'd understand it, obviously, because it's wrong. But, like, I would get it if, if they'd just, like stabbed her a couple times and then been like holy shit we just stabbed someone they've obviously thought about this 19 times yeah they thought about it and yeah a first from the documentary that i watched it is interesting if you're if you're um wanting to know some more the kids were roller skating and then they had a sleepover at uh, one of the killer's houses that you know their mum let them stay over and a, a Peyton's parents said that she was super excited, like she was looking forward to it for weeks. Oh no! Yeah, they all went to like the skate rink, and it was good. And then they, you know, they went back to the sleepover. And then in the morning, they went to the park. Oh, yeah. So they, the kids were knowing that they were going to kill it the next day. That's horrible, right? Two of the wounds were to major organs, and one missed their heart by just a millimeter. Oh my goodness! Another went to it through a diaphragm, cutting into her liver and stomach. The attackers told Peyton that they were going to get her help, but they just left her there and ran away. Peyton then dragged herself to a nearby road where she was found by a cyclist. Fuck that. So apparently the road was closed that day as well, but the cyclist was just kind of like being a bit of a rebel and went down it anyway. And then, you know, the kid just crawled up to him and was like, I've been stabbed. And there's a a police um, recording of the phone conversation. And the police officer is just shocked. He's like, what? Because he's like, oh, there's a kid here and she's been stabbed. And he's like, stabbed? Jesus. This is a bit of a crazy concept, isn't it? When questioned by authorities, the girls claim that they wish to commit a murder as a first step to becoming proxies for the Slender Man after they read about it online. Jesus. They also said that they were afraid that Slender Man would kill their families if they didn't commit to the murder. And that they wanted to go to Slender Man's mansion. Wait, Slenderman's balling now? <laughs> Sorry, he's got a mansion. They said that he had a mansion in the woods, and that they were gonna—he was gonna make space for them if they committed this murder. And if they didn't commit the murder, then he would kill their families. Why would he be roaming about the woods if he had a mansion? Mama be sat with his long feet up, playing long Call of Duty. I don't know, <laughs> long Call of Duty, but for long people. Yeah, yeah. Their parents said that they fled the scene of the crime and that they were getting, you know, the police came to their house and they were like, are you hiding her? Like, where where are your kids? And they were like, we don't know. And apparently they'd went into the woods to find the mansion, to find Slenderman's mansion. Oh my goodness. The good news is Peyton survived the attack. I was going to say that she's fine. She was in hospital for one week and was um, able to return to school in September. Is that it? One week? They just operated on her, I guess. Oh my goodness, that's so quick, though. Like, I mean, yeah. if it was like a millimeter away from her heart, like, thank God it wasn't anything, or I guess, worse. I mean, know? she was off school for the rest of the year, so if she was in, you know, one year, if she was in year four, then she would have been in year five or whatever it is, well, year you eight. You wouldn't really want to go back, would you? No. Two well, whatever of your mates it is just for stabbed you 19 times. Right. So in 2017, Anissa Wyatt pled guilty to being a pie uh, to attempted second-degree homicide because Morgan was the one who actually stabbed her and Anissa was just egging her on, basically, and being oh like, yeah, God, get that's her. worse. Yeah. You know, I feel like if you're stabbing, you're kind of, like, getting adrenaline. 
you know, you're like anger fueled or like, you know, scared for your family. I get it more. But like, if you're just stood there, like, this is fine. Yeah, apparently she was cheering her on as she was stabbing Peyton. That's fucked up. Right. You're 12 as well. She was found not guilty by mental disease or defect. Morgan accepted a plea deal, uh, a plea plea offer under which she wouldn't go to trial and would instead just be evaluated by psychiatrists. Anissa, Anissa was sentenced to 25 years to life with supervision after she's released and Morgan was sentenced to the maximum of 40 years because obviously she's the one who actually committed the murder. Both of the attackers were diagnosed with a mental illness but have obviously also been charged as adults because of their danger to society. Yeah. One of the girls said that Slenderman watches her, can read minds and can teleport. Experts also said that she confessed um, that she talked to Lord Voldemort and one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So she obviously wasn't completely sane. <laughs> Why is she talking to, like, the scary people and then also a big turtle? <laughs> She's a fan of the turtles. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, yeah, I talked to Slender Man, Lord Voldemort, and also Donatello. <laughs> maybe she... Maybe she's scared of the Ninja Turtles. I mean, she'd pick Raphael because he's the angry one. Donatello's a bit wet. Anyway... They both said that they felt guilty for stabbing their friend, but felt like it was needed to please Slenderman. What mental illness was the, were they found to have? I don't know. Like I couldn't find what they were thought to have. I just found that they, you know, they both thought that they could communicate with Slenderman and that he was going to get them unless they committed this horrible murder. I guess like paranoid schizophrenia or something. That's not the run-of-the-mill depression. No. So the creepypasta wiki was blocked throughout the school district and members of the creepypasta forum held a 24-hour live stream to help raise money for the victim to show that they didn't all condone real violence just because they enjoyed fiction. Which is quite sweet. Well, yeah, there's a difference between like, like in, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and actually fucking stabbing someone 19 times. Yeah, just because I make a horror podcast doesn't mean I'm gonna, you know... Doesn't mean I'm gonna, but I could. <laughs> yeah. But lots of people think that. It's like violent video games. People think that if you play Call of Duty, you're then going to want to shoot a guy, you know. Not everyone thinks that, but some people do, so I understand why they wanted to do that. As well, they raised some money, which is good. You know, it's nice. Well, yeah. I mean, it was in America, wasn't it? So they would have had to pay for our medical bills. Yeah. The city of Madison, Wisconsin, also held a one-day Bratwurst festival <laughs> before Peyton returned to school. I don't know exactly why. Um, they bratwurst? Have... <laughs> did, was that her favourite food? She was a real fan of sausages. See, I don't really know why. <laughs> but hot dogs were sold to raise money for medical costs. <laughs> they raised $70,000 selling hot dogs. How many fucking hot dogs did they sell? <laughs> Maybe they were really expensive. It was like $7,000 for one hot dog. I mean, that's really sweet that they raised that much money to pay for our medical bills. It's really wholesome and, you know, good job on the community. I don't really understand why they were selling hot dogs. It's quite random. Maybe quite they random. were just a hot dog-loving community. They yeah, were maybe, like, how are we going to make this much money? Ah, our one love. Hot we dogs. We are currently listened to in 17 states of America. I can't exactly remember which one. If you are in Wisconsin, if you are one of those people, please let us know if you like hot dogs. 
Yeah, let is us know what, what that's about. Or d- maybe she just liked hot dogs. But, you know, anyway. Obscure. There are crime scene photos online um, of the victim's clothes and the knife and nope. stuff from the stabbing. But I won't include them anywhere on socials because they are quite graphic. But if you want to see them, you can give them a Google search and they are online. Did you look at them? I did look at them. Why? I was reading that's the nightmare article. fuel. Yeah. Fuck that. It wasn't too bad. It was just kind of... Well, I guess she wasn't dead, so the body wasn't in it. No, it wasn't a body. It was just kind of the tree with blood splatters and like her clothes and stuff, like the, a knife that they tried to conceal. Like they tried to clean it and put it in the backpack. And like it just, it showed that they were children, I think was what was scary. Yeah. There's like her shorts and her jacket, which has like a stab cut in it. And um, just like a t-shirt with like a unicorn or something on it. You know, and it said like, always laugh or you know something something cute like and childish and then the knife was in a backpack and, and it was like school books and like m&ms you know what i mean it was all it was very childlike i think it's what made it feel so uncomfortable that's horrible like that yeah. is horrible she, what would she be now like 17 18 something like that like you know she's got some some real trauma yeah well apparently like she still got horrible scars you know as you would well yeah she was stabbed 19 times yeah it's really sad so after this parents are warned about the dark things her children could see on the internet and a couple of similar events happened after this but they're not directly as linked to this to slender man i just thought i'd include them anyway just because might as well fair enough so after hearing the story a woman from ohio in june 2014 told a TV reporter that her 13-year-old daughter attacked her with a knife and had written some disturbing fiction featuring the Slender Man. The mother said that Slender Man motivated the attack, but there's no proof. Damn. In September of the same year, a 14-year-old girl in Florida allegedly set her family's house on fire while her mother and 9-year-old brother were inside. Police reported that the teenager had been reading online stories about the Slender Man. The county sheriff said that the girl had visited the website that day and it contained a lot of Slenderman misinformation and stories. And he said that it would be safe to say that there's a connection to that. But again, it could just be... Wait, Slenderman misinformation? Slenderman information. Oh. I was like, there's no... Rumors canon. about Slenderman is what I, what right. I mean. Like, you know, Slenderman's going to get you type of stuff instead of stories. My goodness. But there's no there's no quality, you know, proper connection with that. Same way that there is with the stabbing, but... That's so fucked up. Yeah. A dark story. It genuinely made me well up when you were like, she was so excited for it. I was like close to crying on my own damn podcast. Yeah, it was sad. We'll have to watch the documentary if you're interested. It. No, don't think I will. I'm like already well enough again thinking about it. It's horrible. There is a, a full documentary as well about the crimes that were committed as a result of Slender Man or, you know what people thought or as a result of slender man like the ones i just said there's a full documentary i can't remember the name of it or who made it but if you google it they will wow be. useful <laughs> i just i just remember it from from when i was searching it but you know you could probably could find it damn yeah that was that quite upsetting yeah very upsetting but yeah at least she's alive you know and she can do all the normal things yeah like it's amazing that they didn't like impair her ability to live you know what i mean yeah she seems healthy and fine you know probably just a bit traumatized yeah traumatized but it could have been a lot worse 
Well, on that note. On that happy note. Let's plug ourselves more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it always feels a bit depressing to do this right in the middle of the show, but you kind of have to. Yeah, right. A vicious attack. Anyway, um, over on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, on a real note, if you do like the podcast and you like to listen to us and you're interested in the stuff we talk about, we really, really try to make this a good show and we try and make it entertaining and, you know, we, we edit it and we spend a lot of time on it and to be real, podcasts aren't cheap, you know, they're really not. To pay for the hosting and any advertisements that we want to do and the mics and, you know, the software, it's not cheap. So if you do have any spare cash and you do like the podcast, then if you head over to our website, mitsmagicandmurder.weebly.com, it'll be in the description of everything and on social media. There's a, a button that says support the podcast and you can sign up to our Patreon for exclusive content and you can donate via PayPal and you can buy us a coffee. There's like a link there to send us money for a coffee and that would be, you know, it'd be great. We can, we can put it all together and we can focus on making better content with the money. So if you are interested, please head over there, have a little look. Definitely do. We have, from now on, we're going to start doing a additional podcast once a month just for Patreon people. Um, I think there's there's several tiers that you can join. But on the third tier, you get to listen to the extra podcast. Every other tier, you get something else that's kind of cool. It, you know, it helps us, helps us out a bit. And also then you get some cool stuff. So you should uh, definitely, definitely go do that. Because... We need you just as much as you now need us. <laughs> no one needs us. You need us. Don't lie. Come on. You need us for your horror fix every okay. week. Okay, we'll get, in, we'll get into the begging <laughs> point. I didn't want to get to that. I just wanted to put it out there that it would be nice if people could put into it. But if you don't have any money, just leave us a nice comment. That's all we need. Yeah, comment, share, drop us an email. Tell your mum. Yeah, tell everyone. Anyway, now on to... Scream it from the rooftops. Kate's spooky story. Now on to... Mo and also Mo. Mo Mo times two. Um, So my sources are Wikipedia, India Times, uh, Rainbot on YouTube. Uh, That's R-E-I-G-N, bot. Uh, The Independent, Time Now News, Daily Mail. There's a French paper called Le Monde, NME... Buenos Aires Times and the BBC. You are very prepared, just as much as I am prepared. This is a strong episode. I'm yeah, going right? to say it. We I'm have... going to say it. I'm going to say it. We're really, really good. I'm glad you broke your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't reference things like that. Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, I did a lot of translating web pages. A very informed episode. I yeah. do try. Well, I always try. Some of us. I always try. Some of us don't anyway yeah momo so there'll be a photo of momo on instagram she's horrific honestly i hated doing the research for this because i hate her face yeah i'm in charge of the social media and i had to google her to save a photo so i could do the promo stuff and my god i hate her i hate her so much whenever i look at her it gives me panic yeah she she provokes my fight or flight yeah i genuinely get like my heart goes faster when i see her face i'm like stamping on my laptop screen (laughs) so the momo challenge revolved around this character called momo uh so she has an abnormally sort of large head like a beak like 
mouth that and it's like in a smile that takes up the entire lower half of her head all right kate when are you gonna stop talking about momo and stop talking about me <laughs> thin dark hair <gasps> it is you <laughs> and like big sort of really circular gaunt black eyes like well there's a black outline They're, i think like, the eyes are what scare me the most yeah overall just really nasty and i hate it with everything i have so the public started to hear about momo around august 2016 but it was a relatively small thing back then um but then it was posted on the r slash creepy reddit forum which gained the image some popularity um in july of 2018 people like rainbot for example uh released videos rainbots was called exploring the momo situation which i've watched it's not too long you should definitely go watch it very informative in the video she said that the origins of momo began when there was a phone number posted to facebook i'm not going to share the numbers with you because i don't want anyone to be stupid and an idiot and try and contact it there were sort of three numbers that were doing the rounds and they were all supposedly momo at the time people looked up the number and found a whatsapp account with momo on and then for some fucking reason people tried to contact her but there was not usually a response however when there was a response people claimed that there were threats of doxing insults graphic images like graphic to the point do you remember that beheading video that went around i didn't watch it but i remember that it was going around yeah, yeah like like that kind of graphic oh my god yeah so there were also physical threats or when children were the victims momo would threaten to injure or kill family members whatever the insults and images were used as punishment for not performing tasks given by momo so this was if you called the number she would then say these things it's on whatsapp right so if you call momo on whatsapp no if you text her if you, oh she has a she has a text if you text momo yeah right okay damn yeah. that's messed up yeah the tasks varied some asked children to like cycle headfirst into walls my god yeah and they got worse as they went along yeah i didn't really look up what the momo stuff was when it was happening because she scares me so much but she's I never... so horrific like i've got the the image of her burned into my mind yeah i can't unsee her but the uh, the last challenge asks that you commit suicide jesus yeah so it's heavily compared to the blue whale challenges if you know what those are i'm gonna explain them anyway on november 22nd 2015 a russian teen rena pelenkova posted a selfie with the caption nya bye before committing suicide her suicide was used as a kind of urban legend beginning with kids telling scary stories of what happened to her on Christmas Day 2015, Angelina Davidova killed herself, and just over a fortnight later, so did Diana Kuznetsova. So these were all, like, teens or, like, 12-year-olds. And they were all, like, hanging. Damn. Yeah. That's brutal. Um, so Angelina and Diana, or Diana, were from the same city in Russia. And it was found that the girls were part of similar online groups that spoke about Rena, suicide, and blue whales. The blue whale challenge was set over 50 days, and players had 50 tasks that came from, like, 
I guess moderators type thing. Like there were other people online that were telling them what to do. Right. At first it was things like watch a scary film or wake up at a certain time. But then it came to like standing on top of high bridges, uh, high buildings, sorry, self-mutilation, like um, carving a whale into yourself. God. Yeah. Um, And then on the 50th day, suicide. It's estimated that 130 children might have taken their own lives. Oh my God. Yeah. That's really high. Well, the estimate came from... So... There was a lot of research being put into it because obviously everyone was scared shitless that their kid was going to kill themselves, um, especially in Russia because that's where it was huge. Yeah. Um, and the father of one of the children that had taken their own lives started investigating it and he'd kind of looked into people that were on the groups and people that had killed themselves and that kind of thing and, and he came up with the sort of ballpark figure of 130 so it's used a lot in the news, but it's not actually like a a, a fact. Right, okay. It's just kind of an, an estimate, but there's a lot of evidence behind the estimate, if that makes sense. I forget how much easier it is to leave sort of an impression on children, like manipulate children, this, like, you know what I mean? Because if you tell an adult these things, you know, if you lure them into this kind of trap, I feel like they're more likely to just be like, I'm not going to kill myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. But kids... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I mean. They're very. You can leave an impression on them a lot more, a lot differently. Yeah, well, definitely. Um, it's really sad people use that like for some sick stuff. Well, it's weird because in November 2016, Philip Budaikin, sorry, I forgot to look that one up. I tried. Was arrested as he sort of started the origins of Blue Whale, but then the other sort of moderators were looked up. And they were, like, 12, 13, 14. Damn. But I guess, like, when you're that age, obviously it's not good, but you're kind of a bit of a troll. You're like, oh, go kill yourself, because you don't really know what it means. Yeah, you don't really understand quite, you know, how drastic it is to kill yourself, I guess. Yeah, because you don't know anyone that's killed themselves in all likelihood, you know. You've, no. you've probably been quite sheltered if you're only 11 or 12, so... Yeah, you don't really understand that your words mean stuff, but... Yeah. Yeah, but they weren't the ones that were actually... Um, so they were in groups of people that wanted to be a part of the game for what literally whatever reason. To be cool, I guess. God knows. Um, but I don't think those people, like the moderators there, were actually doing it. I think it was it was mainly just Philip. So, Yeah. But sorry, this episode isn't about Blue Whale. I just wanted to to draw the comparisons there because there are definitely links. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's reported that basically a quicker version of Blue Whale is being played if Momo responds on WhatsApp. Also, it's a bit odd that Momo starts just three months before Blue Whale ends, in inverted commas, because that's when the originator's jailed. Oh, like, do you think someone started momo to kind of keep up the sick well see i don't know but it's a bit i think maybe there was some sort of form of inspiration going on right. because there's not one set person in charge of momo um so it's just the photo that's being used that is momo it's not one set number or one set whatever 
So I feel like there was probably some form of inspiration taken from Blue Whale because it's it's so similar. Like it's just a quicker version. You know? Yeah. What do you think? Also, it's scarier because you can use the threat like she's scary to look at. Yeah. So you can use the threat of her, you know, wanting to get you or whatever. Like if, if someone like that is telling you something to do, I feel like you're more likely to do it rather than sticking to this whole challenge thing that could end in death. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like, well, it's like, again, She's there's a chain mail. Yeah. It's like, like you want to do it. Well, yeah. When you get the chain mail and it's like, this person has no eyes and you know, she's going to kill you and then she's going to kill your mom in the night. Like, if you don't send this people. I'm then picturing this scary girl. Like, when I used to be scared of chainmail when I was a kid. Yeah. I was then picturing like, these scary people. I can't imagine being sent that photo and being like, if you don't do this, she's going to get you. Well, and that's the thing as well. I don't know what Blue Whale was like because it didn't um, say. But obviously with Momo, if you don't agree with her, she'll threaten your family. That's so horrific. Who's doing that to kids? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Exactly. But from then, so 2016, Momo died down, as all online trends do. Yeah. The mobile numbers associated with Momo were mostly out of service by September 2018. But then it came back more aggressive than ever in 2019, when Momo clips would turn up in the middle of children's TV shows on YouTube, such as Peppa Pig and Fortnite videos and stuff like that. I remember that happening. I remember I had to uh, tag a mom on it on Facebook because my niece watches her being on YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, that's terrifying. <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, it's horrible as well. TV? Because it's obviously aimed at children. Well, yeah. And, you know, realistically, no no mother or guardian or whatever is going to sit there with their kid and, and watch the entire episode every single time they watch something. Well, that's why you don't put it on telly, innit? Yeah, and no one's going to, like, buff or, th- you know, script through the whole thing to see if there's, like, this creepy face in it because you just assume that they wouldn't be. Well, especially if you're not expecting it, yeah, if you don't know that Momo's going around. Yeah. It's obviously just targeting children and young children by the sounds of it as well. It's fucked up. It is, incredibly. So there are possible suicides relating to Momo. There are none that have concrete evidence. Um, there's one in India in August 2018. There was the death of two teens, but police were like, it's far-fetched that it's really its Momo, but there was doubt. In Argentina, a 12-year-old girl took her own life. She hanged herself in the back garden tree. In England, in Edinburgh, there was an eight-year-old boy that was encouraged to basically slit his throat, but luckily he was stopped by his mum. My God. In France, a boy hanged himself in November 2018. In Belgium, a 13-year-old boy hanged himself. In the Philippines, an 11-year-old boy overdosed in January 2019. Momo was actually a piece of art. It was created by Link Factory. And the statue has now been disposed of as the material, which was rubber and plant oils, had decomposed. So her spooky story... Oh my god, sorry, I can't speak. <laughs> so her spooky story is probably just an urban legend or a myth rather than actual events that have happened, but there's no telling for sure. It must be horrible to be the artist of that and know that your art has been used to hurt children. Yeah, it's awful. You're just out here trying to make creepy, cool art, which I do, you know what I mean? Like Not to the extent of making a horrific sculpture, but... 
you know, people, artists, like, could you imagine just making something and then finding out that that's what it's been used for? That's horrific. Well, it's awful as well because one artist was blamed, um, but it wasn't even their piece of art. I didn't put their name down because I'm like, they've been hounded for years, but it, it wasn't even them. It was Link Factory. Damn. Yeah. So they were getting all this hate being like, you're doing this, you're in charge, you know, but it wasn't even to do with them. But yeah, so it was a rather short but sweet one, but that was that was Momo. Yeah, well, as I said, if you don't know what she looks like, you can find that at Mids Magic Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Definitely don't, <laughs> because she's frightening. She's Followers, haunting. And then don't look at any of the posts. Yeah, just close your eyes and like them. Yeah, but this was a a cool episode. Interesting, focused on a lot of internet urban legends. Yeah, and we didn't mean to, but it just kind of happened. Yeah, it just turned out this way. <laughs> but I like it though. I think what's just so interesting about both of them is that there's no actual threat. You know, it's not like someone standing over you with a gun being like, do this. Yeah. But you're doing it anyway because, like, I mean, I get it. It's with children, they're afraid. But it's just so crazy that you can say to a kid, you know, you could text a kid don't that's like miles and miles away being like if you don't do this i'm gonna kill you and they'll just do it yeah also people won't tell their families as well yeah because they're scared it's like if, if it's like in films when the killer's like if you tell your dad like or the police if you tell the police i'll kill you and it's like but how are you gonna know well it's like what you said with chainmail like obviously you told your dad <laughs> I didn't mean but, to, though. It was just because I was frightened. Yeah, I don't think I ever told my family about chainmail. They probably didn't even know that it was a thing, you know, because they weren't using the same sort of email that I was using. It used to go around an email mostly, didn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, my parents didn't know. So I guess you just wouldn't tell them if Momo was sending you these threats or if, you know, Sen Slenderman was telling you to kill yourself it's just crazy well that's what's good about the eight-year-old in edinburgh is that he was having like nightmares and he couldn't sleep and he was afraid of the dark and then his mom was like literally why what's happening you were fine and then he said like momo's messaging me and then he showed her um and then she was like shit like don't just ignore it it's not real i promise so they don't know who it was who was texting these kids no is there not, like, a number, though? Yeah, there were, but they've all been, like, discontinued. How oh. do you prove who whose a number was? Do that thing that they do on Catfish, where they reverse search a number, see who owns it. I suppose, but if, you can get, like, burner phones, can't you? I single-handedly am going to find out who Momo is. <laughs> Watch yeah. this space, guys. I don't think any of them were, like, English starting numbers. I think it was, like, plus eight three or something. Yeah. So, not that I'm like oh well, it couldn't have been british it's just it wasn't a british number right okay well i guess i'm not gonna thanks i'm not gonna pay that much money to call overseas <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i care about who it is but not that much no i do hope they find out who it is though that's horrific and if they're not stopped and they could easily start it again with the next scary thing that comes along well the whatsapp stuff was in 2016 it wasn't 2019 or 2018 that was the video yeah. on YouTube. The they found whose account bad. that was and they shut the account down. But yeah, as it's far as I can so see. so sick. Like putting in videos? Why? Well, as well, 
there's no actual link to people having killed themselves from it. Like, there's no concrete evidence, so what are you can do? Even if you find it, just be like, slap on the wrist, don't. True, yeah. It's not a crime. It's not nice, but it's not a crime. Well, well actually, no, it's... <laughs> sorry, threatening children? Is that a crime? I know that it's I'm not good. I'm a podcast, I'm not a police officer, I have no idea. Well, it's like cyberbullying. Is that crime? Feels like it should be. Well, anyway, I think we're going to wrap up now before Kate keeps thinking about things out loud. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> if you want to email us, you can do that. Mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Check out our website, mythsmagicandmurder.weebly.com. Yes. Yes. And yeah, at MythsMagicPod on every social media. Keep so, listening. Yeah, keep listening. Keep Thank you for your commenting. support. Let us know if you like it. Let us know if you don't. And don't listen before bed. Listen before bed.